up, cool safe chicks? It's your girl Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secret. So what's up, ladies? This is Lauren here. Um, hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and if you've seen the title of the episode, this week we are talking about Are You Lonely? And this particular conversation stemmed out of, y'all know we done been in a panoramic for now over, whoo, Lord, it's been over a year. It's been over a year. And some of yep. us going on two years. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but we've been in a panoramic now for over a year. And I can only speak about me and my experiences. But I am a, uh, as Sade said in one of our episodes, I am single status satisfied. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> that was that episode Add them into the hashtag, okay? Right. I am, I am oh, in the wow. worst. That's the OG episode. That was it is. Years. It is. In the words yes. of Sade, I am single status satisfied. And single status satisfied. <laughs> oh, my God. But um, recently, I've just, you know, be being around now more family than usual or just around a group of people I hadn't normally been around. Mm -hmm. Um, there is a question oftentimes, you know, asked to me, am I lonely? And the reason like is, they just like they just be coming out like Lauren, are you lonely? Like, yeah, like you are you lonely? Like, are you lonely? Like, that? well, it literally it it most of the time it stems from the fact that like, are you dating? Are you, you know, are you in a relationship? But then they'll say, Are you lonely? But are you lonely? And I'll be like, No, I'm actually in the words of day single status satisfied. I am happy, you know, and I wanted us to talk about that because I feel like now more than ever, um, especially for people who are in a season, not just single women, but people in general who are in a, a, a status of, of being what others would consider lonely. I don't think that me personally, I don't think that a season of loneliness is a bad thing. And of course, we can we're going to expound on that um, mm -hmm. later on in the episode. But I wanted to ask you ladies, like, you know, how do you all feel about this narrative being imposed on people about them being lonely? Are you lonely? Uh, I think uh, mm. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll say this. I feel like people are, they, they like to, I guess, push this narrative that if you don't have a lot of people around you and if you're not always, I guess, on the gram or in, 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 in people's faces, then you are, um, you're lonely or you're, you know, like, oh, she, I don't see her with nobody. So that means, you know, it's like an assumption that it's an automatic assumption that, hey, I see her by herself all the time. So that means she's lonely. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I think but I think the insinuation is that you're lonely because you're not with a man, which to me, being married is interested is interesting because sometimes I feel lonely and I'm married. And I think mm. my loneliness is more a loneliness of like a missing my family who's in D.C. or missing my friends from childhood. And it's like, oh, man, I really miss them. And I feel like you can be in a room full of people. But if you miss a certain um, how can I put it? Sometimes you can miss a feeling more than you miss a person. Mm -hmm. And that feeling that you miss makes you feel lonely. 
Does that make sense? It mm. makes it, it does make sense, but I also feel like with I feel like there's levels to loneliness because what you're saying to me is you miss your family. Yeah. You know, and you miss, you know, certain elements of being in your family. You miss the 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 space that you grew up in. Right. Um, and but then I but, and I think and I think the thing that's birthed out of that is it's almost like if you have like five apples, which I would say my like my family is the five apples, right? And and my apple is on the other side of the country. Mm-hmm. That apple feels like dang, I ain't with the other apples. So it's like you feel like you're alone, but only because of the group that you're used to being with isn't with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I love that. I love there's levels to loneliness. Love that. Or even levels to being alone, I guess, because I, I don't know, like, I guess because we've been so conditioned to lonely being such a negative thing mm-hmm. that, <laughs> and you know, but I don't know. Sometimes I like being alone or alone, right. I, you know, so it just... Yeah, <sighs> and that's and I have that too, Ayana, as a married mm-hmm. woman. Sometimes I love coming home to myself when Zoe and, and Emmy not here. Mm-hmm. I just I feel a little guilty a little bit just because it'd be <laughs> like, yes. Y'all ever heard Ari Lennox song "New Apartment"? Mm-hmm. That's how yep. I feel when I come home by myself. She talk about leaving dishes in the sink and <laughs> and getting them garbanzo beans. Yes, feeling. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm not cooking nothing. Okay, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in a conversation that we were having earlier. I was saying that you know, I. Zoe always be barking when I'm talking. She's <laughs> making her guest appearances. Right. Okay. You're her favorite person. I see. Yeah, I know. But uh, I was saying on, well, you know, as we were kind of talking a little bit before we press record, is that, you know, if I look at it and I assess it, lonely in in a season of loneliness is usually a season where God is grooming you right like it's usually a season where he's showing you things where it's just you and God and for me I have learned to really appreciate that season because Mm -hmm. you know when I was around a whole bunch of people it was great but it was like my mind and my actions a lot of things that I wanted to pursue was very clouded Mm -hmm. and it's okay to be by yourself so that you can literally just listen and Mm -hmm. and just hear God and it's like and I was sharing with you all it's like if I look at it a lot of characters in the Bible that did phenomenal things they started off in a season by themselves and I I don't even want to call it loneliness but it's like it's they were they, alone. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Loneliness. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a difference, though. Yeah. There's a difference. There's the difference between loneliness of how people try to define it and being alone. Yeah. Because I feel like when it when a lot of times when people describe loneliness, they actually have a a sense of emptiness inside of them. Mm, that's good. Um. But when yeah. you say you're alone, like with you, you're 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 in a I guess a season of being alone and it's kind of like you're a hermit and you are, or, or even I'll use a better one, a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. So you're in your cocoon. Yeah. You're in your cocoon right now and you're growing and you're cultivating and you're having your alone time with God. And what I was going to say to you was like, um, well, Satan reference to that was, I think with people, 
the thing is when God separates you and have you in that season of being alone, it's all in how you actually decide to take it. Because I've seen a, I've seen people be separated and they it they will get into a state of depression instead of leaning more onto God. So it's like, mm-hmm. why am I alone? Why do I know, you know, nobody's coming around or nobody's checking on me and nobody, you know, and looking at the negative of negative side of it. But my question is always like, okay, well, what about focusing on the positive and being like in this season of being alone? Maybe it's time for you to focus on the things that God told you to do. Maybe it's time for you to, um, to actually sit down before his feet, um, be the Mary, not the Martha in it. Be the Mary and actually sit down and get in his word and, you know, stop focusing on everything else. Yeah. And when you know, I hear you guys say the alone, go ahead, Lauren. No, go, go, Denisa. I was going to say, when I hear you guys use alone, 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 like I immediately go back to again what I was saying before we press record. In my opinion, there's a difference from you being alone in a season of isolation and you experiencing loneliness. Like to mm-hmm. me, when I think about me experiencing loneliness when I did, that was because there was literally a longing I had for something that was missing in my life. Mm, right. Yep. And it wasn't a thing of, I don't know, I'm God help me explain this because I think some people misinterpret um, like loneliness to Charday's point of you needing or wanting or desiring your spouse, which is okay. That's fine. But it can easily be a situation uh, to Charday's point again, where you're literally, you have a longing for um, some type of a feeling, whether that be affection, whether that be mm-hmm. love, memories, people, you know, there's, a longing for that and it's missing so there is a void there and I feel like sometimes you can transition from or that is a part of the transition mm-hmm. that's what I believe I believe you experiencing loneliness maybe precedes your season of being isolated and if you're not careful sometimes the loneliness that you experience which could easily be you going before God and like you know what I really miss having a group of people that I can hang with can easily, to your point, Ayana, turn into a season of depression where you're isolating yourself, and it may not even be God isolating you. It could be mm-hmm. literally experiencing loneliness, and if it's not dealt with or handled right um, correctly, it can then, in my point opinion, spiral into something that it doesn't have to. Yeah, or that, yeah. you know, God sure. can be pretty yeah. good. Because a lot of times what people do is in that season, instead of embracing it or looking at it in a different perspective, they start becoming uh, like, well, I guess putting on this victim mentality. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Like like how Denisa said, making it bigger than it actually is. That is a victim mentality. So it's like the woe is me. And oh my God, I'm alone. I don't have nothing. I don't have nobody. And, and uh, making assumptions about things and possibly people. And you might see your friends on Instagram outside and it's like, oh, they did it. You know, all those different types <laughs> of things. When it probably was uh, two people just so happened to see each other in the mall and they decided to go have lunch together. You know, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm right. talking about, like a possible victim mentality, mm-hmm. like everything. And then honestly making it about yourself, you know, yeah. being very selfish about things. Yeah, I I honestly feel like every Christian, for the most part, in my mind, I'm going to put that out there, has a season where they have a long time with God, especially like that new encounter, new relationship Christian. And I, I feel like it's likened to 
God wanting you to be solid in your faith. And I think in that season, it's almost like God is saying, like, you know, you come to me almost like sand or like if I pour you in water, you just going to mix all up in the water. And it's like by sitting and spending time with God, it's almost like you become like a rock. And it's like you could be put in water and the water will be all around you, but you're still solid and you're not going to mix in with the water because you're solid. And I feel like for me, the alone time I had with God after like my major encounter with God got me to a place where it was like, I don't care where you put me. I know the voice of God for myself. I can hear him. And I, and I understand and can receive from him in a different way, no matter where I am. And I think that before I had that alone time, I wasn't like that. I was very easily like swayed to and fro by other people's opinions, by, you know, the people who come up and be like, you know, speaking the word of your life and prophesying over you. And you don't know no better. So you just be receiving stuff. And I feel <laughs> like <laughs> y'all know how I be out here. Mm-hmm. But I feel like mm-hmm. after that alone time, it was kind of like, now I know God for myself now. And it was it was needed, you know? Yeah, I think that's a good point. I feel like, you know, anytime you you invest in God and you literally begin to spend some quality time with him, you are able to kind of call out some things, um, you know, that that aren't of God. Um, and it's it's almost like if I can compare it to anything, it's almost like have you ever gone through a season where you weren't eating salt, right? You were not eating salty foods. You weren't eating any type of anything that that has salt in it. But then you decide to um, change your palate and begin to eat those things again. And things are sh- extremely bitter to the taste when you first start doing it because you have, e- you have conditioned yourself previously to a palate that you're no longer receiving and so the same thing it's kind of like for me the same thing when you're in a season that you're investing in Christ it's like okay like I'm I wake up it's God I go to sleep it's God lunch hey God it's you again and then when you start to kind of like get off of that it's like ah I can kind of call some things out because this doesn't taste like what it used to taste like am I making sense Mm -hmm. yeah it's almost like you have a sensitivity Yes, yes, yes. That's a good word for sensitivity. I love, though, that Denisa mentioned the word isolation. I think that's such a good word to use um, in relation to loneliness, because I do believe that they're two different entities. Right. Um, And I think you used another word, too. You said void. Right. And as you were talking, I was just like, you know, I feel like a lot of times when people try to perpetuate loneliness upon you, it's almost as if they're, they are trying to identify a void that's mm-hmm. like within your life. Yep. And, you know, if truth be told, it's all about what you receive. If you receive that there is the void in your life, then you are literally falling into whatever it is that they are trying to perpetuate on you. Mm-hmm. But if you understand that in isolation, isolation is only just the lack of visibility, in my opinion. That's how I would define it. If I'm isolated, that means I'm just not visible to your eye. That doesn't mean that I'm not doing things. It just means that I'm not as visible as I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that those were like two really good words to mention because I feel like a lot of times loneliness is not loneliness. It's just mm-hmm. that you're just isolated. You're just yeah. not as visible as where you once was. And you're literally going through like a grooming season. Yeah, and I think people... A lot of times people just need to stop looking at isolation as a negative thing, like and even, you know, 
looking at the word isolation, like you said, like as like it's something bad, like it's nothing wrong with having that season of and I'm saying this in reference to like especially, you know, the different things that we may hear amongst young adults and, you know, how they feel about um, I'll use the pandemic, for example, last year. Um, I remember saying that I actually appreciated, like, I, I, you know, no one wanted anyone to be sick. Like I didn't want anybody to be sick. However, I did appreciate being able to like, it was kind of like a four stop in a way. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate the four stop because it, in a lot of ways, it made me grow as a woman I also feel like my relationship with my husband got better in that state of isolation. And then we produced a child out of that. So, you know, it was, it's like a lot of things, a lot of times that isolation is actually good because there's so much fruit that could come out of that. Right. That's a good point. You know, seeds are planted by themselves. They're not usually, you know, mm-hmm. planted together. That's really good, Ayana. It makes me think of two of a speech that um, was spoken by her name is Michaela Coel. She mm-hmm. she's on the HBO show. I may destroy you. Mm-hmm. But she, she won. Well, I've never seen the show. I try. I think I tried to watch it once, but I really couldn't get into it. But yeah, I've never um, seen it. But I, I know her from Chewing Gum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never heard of that neither. We're going to be watching <laughs> Me either, girl. Me either, though. Chewing Gum is on Netflix. It's, it's, you gotta, it's, it's, it's funny. It's a little different, <laughs> but yeah. Well, I loved her speech. Like, her speech resonated really heavily with me because she said, and I'm going to quote what she says. She says that um, when she won the Oscar, she says, I write the tale that scared Write the tale that scares you, that makes you feel uncertain, that isn't comfortable. I dare you. In a world that entices us to browse through the lives of others, to help us better determine how we feel about ourselves, and to in turn feel the need to be constant, constantly visible. For visibility these days seems to somehow equate to success. Do not be afraid mm. to disappear mm-hmm. from, from it, from us, for a while. And see what comes to you in the silence. And so when she said that, that last part when she says, you know, don't be afraid to disappear from it, from us for a while and see what comes to you in the silence. I think that that was like so profound. I like that. I I, literally, when she said that, I was like, yo, that literally explains like kind of the season that I'm going through right now. It's like, I've literally, (laughs) I've tried to disappear. I really have. And (laughs) It has, it has just been an amazing season for me. It's unfamiliar. It's almost as if, um, I was sharing this with the coworkers, like it's almost as if I'm walking down a foggy road um, and like I can only see images of things, but I know I'm in a safe place, right? So I, 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 I encourage people to like, don't look at your season of isolation as you know, a place of loneliness, mm-hmm. it's just you being wise enough to understand that you are not afraid of the silence and that you're not afraid to disappear. And whatever mm-hmm. comes to you in that moment, like it'll come like, you know, mm-hmm. that's so good. to so your I, point. Oh, go ahead. Dave. No, go Denise there. I'm a remember. I was, 
<laughs> I was just gonna say, um, like, come. I love that you shared that, Lauren. And speaking, Ayana knows this because she's seen me disappear before. But that was an unhealthy disappear. Mm-hmm. And coming from someone who has disappeared um, because maybe I was lonely and I was so burnt out and so tired of trying to fight and handle everything um, in the natural by myself. Um, it was a completely, complete uh, different from when I had a season that I know I can identify as isolation where he told me to just like sit down and it ended up being time with him and I. I thought I was sitting down because I was tired. And it's like, no, I don't want you to focus on nothing else. Just sit here for a second. I assumed mm-hmm. it's like, girl, you burnt out your time. Really, he wanted, you know, to draw near to me and in return, I did draw near to him. But I can remember a season where that I wasn't supposed to disappear. Mm-hmm. Right. So I just want to be clear, like when you peace is one of those identifiers in safety. Lauren said specifically, like when you're on that road and you said you can't see anything, but you felt safe. Like that's a peace that comes from God mm-hmm. where you trust and you know, OK, you know what? This season is this. And, you know, clearly I'm headed in the right direction. But if you are disappearing and you still feel uh, maybe it's insecurity or maybe it is you're just unrestful and you're antsy or you have anxiety that you you don't need to disappear. You probably need to lean closer to somebody else. So, mm-hmm. so I have actually had both of those. So I'm just putting that out there. Thanks for sharing, Denise. Yeah, I appreciate that. Say, yeah. I was going to say one of the things that came out of what you said, Lauren, in terms of like, you know, go away, be alone and and have a piece about it and then see what comes to you in the dark. One of the things that really stood stood out for me was that when it comes to you, it won't be tainted by the ideas and opinions of others. And that when you are in that space, when you're alone, it's not like what's coming to you is based on what you're seeing or what you're hearing or what people are pushing you toward, but it's really coming from God. It's really coming from, you know, the heart of God to you versus everybody else and everything around you so yeah I think that's good I love that because you know oftentimes when like us as humans do things we try and seek to give the credit to somebody (laughs) Mm -hmm. even if it even if it's ourselves um and what I took from what you said is like you know when you know you're doing things under um the provision of God it's like no one else can get the credit but him yeah, mm-hmm. and and it's so it's so evident, you know, in in how things work out. Um, you know, you really can see God's hand on things. So, mm-hmm. I um I feel like we should touch on kind of how to maximize that alone time with God, because one of the things that I realize is like it does not last forever. And that when you come out on the other side, it's so different when you're thrown into the very things that God was showing you when you were alone and how to really kind of stay in that zone and in God's presence after you're outside of the, I know you guys are calling it isolation, but in my mind, I think of it more as like incubation in my mind. Come on, eyes, isolation, incubation, innovation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I think we have to go to a break. When we come back, I think it would be good to touch on like how to help people maximize that alone time with God. So we'll be right back after this. Saved Girl Secrets is brought to you in part by the Hair Razor Hair and Skin Oil. Visit www.thehairraiser.com for more info. 
right, ladies. So we are back and um, we had a really good, great conversation so far. And um, before we went to the break, Sade was saying that, you know, we wanted to really talk about how to maximize your alone time with God, whether you're in, a, you know, how she said incubation period. So, um, yeah, um, <laughs> it's funny because when you said it, I was just like, be intentional. <laughs> like In true know, Ayana fashion. Yeah, just, I don't know, like, I, I guess I, I'm the simplifier of a lot of things. So I just be like, um, or I, I always have this running joke with Sylvester, um, with uh, Pastor Carol Jones at our church. She is the... Whenever, like, somebody has, like, a situation or whatever, she'd be like, did you read your Bible? And I'm like, yes, that's it. Like, did you read your Bible? So that that that's my thing. Like, be like, okay, I, I got you. I got you. Okay, how do we how do we do this? And I'd be like, did you read your Bible? So that's what, that's what I was thinking. Like, just really being intentional about, like, if you have that alone time and if you're feeling that you're in a state of, Okay, it's, I feel like it's me, myself, and I, like being intentional about getting in your word every day, even if it's creating some type of schedule or, um, you know, whatever it may be, however you can be disciplined, like, because everything takes discipline. Everything yeah. takes uh, exercising something, like exercising your mental capacity, exercising, you know, oh, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to before I even hit Instagram, I'm going to open the Bible app or you know what? Uh, Cause sometimes what I do is I'm not even going to use the Bible app because your phone is distracting. So I'm going to pull out the, the real Bible, the real Bible. I got like every version almost. <laughs> well, not like that, but like I'm going to pull out the real Bible and actually get into my words. So I won't have that distraction. Um, so just really, to me, just being intentional is, is where you start and where you even continue even after when it's not so quiet anymore and you get into where God is leading you and it gets busier. You yeah. still have to be intentional. Yeah. I was going to say, um, right. I think that being in that season of like incubation where you feel like, you know, you've been called out from your friends or you've been called out from your family and you kind of feel isolated or in an incubation period, I would write. I would journal to God. I would write everything that you hear from God, all of those things, because I feel like it's almost like that's like the purest form of the plan that God has for you for whenever you get out of that alone season. I think about like my season of alone time when I first moved to Atlanta and I didn't know nobody and you know, my family was states away. I didn't have no friends here yet. And it literally was just alone time with just me and God. And I remember like just writing so many things in my journal that God would say, that he would tell me, um, things that places he said I would go, positions, just all this stuff that when I was writing, it was just like, I don't know, God, I don't know if I'm hearing correctly, but looking back, it's like this podcast was in that journal. You know what I mean? Like things that he said seven years ago coming mm -hmm. to fruition now, but having them written down when life starts to get moving and, you know, you know, I got married and we in a pandemic, just different things happen during life. And you're able to go back and look and say, okay, when I didn't have all these other things swirling in my mind, 
based on what's happening in the world right now, what was God saying to me? Like, Lord, what was the last thing you said to me that I know you said? And I think that when you're writing during that time, it's very, very um, pivotal and useful to be able to go back and look and say, I know God said these things to me. This is the direction I need to go in when I get lost. So. I was going to add to I was going to add to what you all said um, is just say yes to everything that God instructs. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, for, I can only speak to me. Sometimes that's so hard, you know, to Mm -hmm. just just say yes, because a lot of times you want to find a reason, you know, why you can't say yes. Right. You want to say, but God, like, how can I do this? Or God, like, I don't know, like this might be too much. Or if somebody tells you, the first person tells you no, um, when you're, you're starting to, you know, research or go to the different resources, if one person tells you no, you was like, oh, well, let me go ahead and give up the whole thing. And it's like, no, just be able to say yes to everything like that God instructs you to do. And it could be from the smallest of the things to the largest of the things. Um, I really believe that sometimes God just want to see how much we trust him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, like I said, it might be from those tertiary things to those, to those large primary things. Um, but he just want to see if you're going to give him your yes. And so I would just say, especially in a season of isolation and um, incubation, um, that you just begin to tell God yes concerning all that he tells you to do, literally from A to Z. So that would be my advice. Y'all are like so wise. Like, I mean, y'all are just like, yes, thank you for the friends, God. I love it. Um, <laughs> I have two things. So my first thing would be to... Um, the moment that you recognize that you're in this like space or the season, because sometimes you don't even recognize that that's what's happening in your life. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like abrupt or sometimes it just catches you off guard. And sometimes, you know, it literally is you're fighting through so much warfare that you don't, you know, process what's happening. So I'm going, my advice would be if you are in a space and you can recognize or identify, okay, you know what, maybe I'm in a season of isolation and I'm being incubated uh, for the innovation. Now, let me say <laughs> But Imagination, um, I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would say um, it's like a sweet spot. So actually begin to ask whatever questions are on your heart. Like, uh, make it to where it's like a commune, a type of a, a conversation with you and God. Because I find myself when I'm in those spaces to try to point about writing everything down. He is like, and he probably is always speaking. But in this particular time, I get to hear, I get revelation. It's like a divine assignment. It's, you know, one of those type of seasons. So I would encourage you to ask whatever is on your heart is I had to literally ask a question like are you sure you want me to do this because I was dealing with doubt you know Mm -hmm. and the moment he said yes it went it transitioned straight into what Lauren just said I immediately said okay if you're really telling me to do this and I felt in my heart it was a yes because I asked the moment he said yes I too said yes so we partnered together and we took off with whatever that thing was that he told me to do so I am going to say like ask questions uh, you know like just make sure that you're in a communal space and it's not just okay God tell me tell me tell me tell me tell me he wants to have a conversation and he wants you know he wants it to be a dialogue he's not like a, a dictator 
in my opinion. He's very gentle and he'll give you the answer. You may not like the answer that he gives you, but you may like it. And then the other thing too, you guys, it made me think about like, um, just thinking about myself when I'm in those seasons or that separation, whatever the case may be. Now looking back at it, for me, it, I feel like it is a space where like I am in training. Right. Like, say I'm going off to fight in the war and I'm going off to the army. It is my um, season to learn what this weapon does is to build my strength and endurance It's to because whenever I come out of that bad boy, he needs me to do something and I have to take off like a rocket and just get it done. You know, like I have this this fire and this tenacity to get it done. I have the strength to get it done. So like. I am strategically given spiritual weapons, whether I learn what this worship is for, whether I learn what the scripture means, whether I learn how to intercede and pray. Like, I believe that we all have several different gifts of the spirit and those are amplified in those seasons. Mm-hmm. I feel like I just went on a whole tangent, but that's that. <laughs> that was so good. Mm-hmm. I, I was about to ask a question that came up. What can you guys say, if you don't mind sharing, is one thing that you believe came out of like your alone season or incubation period with God? I know I said for me, it would be the podcast. What about you guys? That's easy for me. It's feed her all day long. For me, for me, it would just be direction. Just in general. Yeah, child, it's too much to list. It's just direct. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. It's the truth, child. Too much to list. Just direction. Yeah, I I can agree with Lauren. Direction on certain things that God is like doing in like me and especially my family's life. Um, And just even me moving and maneuvering as a wife and mother, especially in this season, um, and especially as a business owner, like, okay, what's next, God? And how am I going to be able to do it all well, in a way? So, yeah. Dope. Super dope. That was a good episode. It was. Mm-hmm. I was about to be like, I don't got nothing else left to say. <laughs> oh, neither. <laughs> I need to yeah. run this back and listen to my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, I, I really truly hope that if you are listening, there was something that was said that blessed your heart. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Ho- I felt it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> if this is your first episode, be sure to subscribe to us on all podcast platforms. If this is your first episode, you also need to go back and listen because we got like 110 episodes. And I'm pretty sure that we've not done the same topic twice up until this point. No, we haven't. But we might. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, my it's, God. It's always something new that's going to come out of it. So. Okay, okay. It is. We are mature. We are not who we were two Listen, years ago. Listen, I'm in my 30s now. Exactly. Today's yes. Save Girl Secrets is not. It's not. Yes. That's oh, today's wow. Save Girl Secrets. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. Who wants to take us out? <laughs> no, I was just I would just say that if you are experiencing or you think you're experiencing a space of loneliness, just reevaluate it. I'm pretty sure that God what God is doing is he's shaping you and he's molding you into who he who he has called for you to be and just give God your yes. Be unapologetic about it. Um 
and, and read your Bible. Read your Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Please read say, your Bible. Um, if you are experiencing this season and maybe you uh, don't have a tribe or some ladies that you want to share with, write us, talk to us. We will pray mm-hmm. for you and write back. Um, and you can send us what we call a secret letter to mm-hmm. Save Secrets at gmail.com. Yeah. Or a secret DM. <laughs> it's all a secret. Yeah. The doors to the DMs are always open. Right. I would say a secret voicemail, but we don't have that yet. <laughs> we can do a secret voice memo. Oh, it's okay. funny. We can't we can actually do it through oh, okay. through Anchor. So we can I'll look into that. They can call they can call in. They can call in and like ask a question or even if they wanna share something anonymously, like you don't have to say your name, just leave the recording and go from there. Or we'll cut your name out of the recording. So Okay. Y'all could be a part of the podcast. That'd be cool. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we love you. Good God bless you. Love and peace, guys. Love y'all. Bye. 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 Bye.